They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. Oh, now we're recording. Welcome to Bro Dads. Bro Dads. Bro Daddies. Um, I think these uh, conversations have made me a better husband. It has? Yeah, because uh, mm. I uh, the, remember how we were saying how sometimes women just need to be put in their place. We said that? Oh, well, <laughs> well anyway, mean, I've been doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, wait, no, let me, let me, let me <laughs> I gotta rewind this, god damn it, this is starting off fucking bad. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was like, women, it, it seems like never want to admit it, but it's like, they want just, to, I think we said, it's, it, you're almost, you're more attractive if you're a guy who can tell a woman what to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did, yeah, yeah we did talk about that. Because last Friday, yeah. I was like, do you, I was like, do you want to go out tonight? Like, like early Friday morning? She's like, I don't know, da, 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 well, maybe, I don't know, what place we go? I was like, eh, I don't know, we'll see what happens. And then during the day, I was like, I just made reservations at a place and called her. I'm like, at six o'clock, be here. That's what we're doing. And she's like, this is the best thing. She was like, oh, wow, this, thank you so much. And then it was like, you know, and then we picked up Emmett and she's like, thank your father for planning this amazing <laughs> night for us. And then we had Thai food in what I think might have been uh, a, a, a army veterans living room. <laughs> 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 we pulled up. I was like, this does not feel like a restaurant. This is like, like their front yard just had eight parking spots. What? Uh, it was, it was good. It was good. Oh, it was man. good. And then you walk into this old house. This not, this house has just been remade up to be a, a restaurant. Can you do that? They've been in business eight years, so I'm not going to turn them in. I'm going to go back. <laughs> it's delicious. What's the name of the place? Uh, I don't know. It's on Bowdish. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you if you took Thai restaurant, the Valley, Spokane Valley, then uh, go to the one that looks like a house <laughs> <laughs> behind the car detailing place and the corner store and across from Tom's Barber. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh oh, dude, it was it was nice. Yeah, we both went out to eat this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we went to uh, Shogun. Oh, it's, um, hibachi. Yeah, yeah. No, did they do yeah. a little onion ring fire? Yeah, yeah. Tower it was of power, dope, man. I was it's like, a good time. I was like, wow, that's that's science right there. Yeah, yeah. That's nice when they have a little act. All the chefs create their yeah. little uh, their little show. Yeah. yeah. Did they? Anybody talk, did they get toss stuff into people's mouths? Toss the shrimp into a guy's mouth. Nice. That's. That's a power move for that chef. Yeah. If it's a piece of beef, I'll do it. Chicken, yes. Pork, yes. You try to put a fucking shrimp in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not your bitch. <laughs> I would I would let it bounce off my forehead. <laughs> I'm like, you lick it up. <laughs> a shrimp? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't need a shrimp a man's hands have touched. <laughs> That's how, that's how fucking straight I am, dude. <laughs> and what was weird about it, though, you, you're sitting at a table with other people, and we were sitting with a, a family. It was a man, woman, young um, kid that Shauna just kept calling a girl, even though I told her several times it was a boy. Nice. And uh, 
And the the dad seemed like one of those uh, I hide my feelings until I have a heart attack dads. The hero. He, was, <laughs> he wasn't old enough to be that, though. It, he <laughs> just... It just felt like he was doing it because his dad did it to him. And it's yeah. like, dude, it's 2023. Yeah. Play yeah. with your kid. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, maybe uh, maybe he's just getting his kid ready for war, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in 15 years, he will be going to some type of war. So. I hope it's that long. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna need child soldier praise. Yeah, dude. Fifteen, <laughs> but dude, in fifteen years, my son will be getting to the point where they may not want him. Yeah. I'll, I'll have yeah, a, in fifteen years, they won't want him. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. be like mid thirties, early thirties yeah. at that point. So, I yeah, think, what, I think what is I want you at like twenty five? No, it's it's older. It's thirty. It's thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, there was. I had a lot of. Um, Moments where I was reconsidering my life from the age of 25 to 35. And once I hit 35, I was like, well, good. Now the military's off. <laughs> Wait, are you, you were thinking about joining? Well, you know, when you're just lost, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, I don't. But I mean, I like doing stuff. What's that? But you already had a family. Yeah, but, you know, they're born, they're little, they get out of diapers, and now you're just bored. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought, oh. Yeah, dude. Just. I bet there's I bet there's a bunch of cool shit doing Iraq. I, I mean, that's kind of. But then I just kept thinking about like my buddy who got his leg shot off. Well, he's not my buddy. He's a guy I went to high school with, but he doesn't have a leg anymore. And I don't know exactly what the ball sack situation's like, but I got to believe it's a bit of a mess. But dude, you could have gotten paid. You lose a limb. I think that's like four hundred <laughs> extra dollars a month. I would rather. Be able to snowboard and skateboard and ski. <laughs> I don't know if there's an amount of money for me to give up the bottom half of my leg, <laughs> even a foot at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Listen, if you're into, you know, the adjusted ping pong where you can sit. Yeah, I'd say blow your feet off, dude. Wait, for, this ping pong, where you just sit. Yeah, I think they got it in the Paralympics. Yeah, sitting ping pong. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, it's modified, modified table tennis. They need to call that lazy bitch ping pong. <laughs> what? How, dude, how funny would that be if you watched that? Uh, you're, that you like you flip to that on the TV, and your whole family's around, and it's guys just sitting in chairs playing ping pong, and you're like, these lazy bitches, everybody's <laughs> riffing on it, and then the thing's over, and they wheel away, and you're like, oh god damn it, god damn it. <laughs> That's a funny idea though. If you get, yeah, if you get paralyzed, like you make my wheelchair look like a lazy boy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like in the next three or four years, being paralyzed won't even be a problem because we already have, uh, there's already a couple experimental things out there that um, they have people walking. Fuck, dude. I would I would be really afraid. If it was like a thing where you're like fixing a broken arm, you're like, oh, maybe it's just going to take three months to get better and then you'll be walking again. Yeah. I feel like X Games will get sick. <laughs> like it's pretty sick now, dude. But these guys, are just, these guys are going for it. <laughs> He's going for the three sixty suicide. <laughs> I mean, we already have techniques to 
uh, lessen it. Like now, if you have a spinal injury, uh, put you on ice because uh, apparently the swelling. You know, as soon as you can get the swelling down, the better. Uh, so we've increased um, that aspect, and now they they're doing um, neural implants to stimulate the that spinal cord, which is I, I think that was the I think that's what they were trying to aim at. They knew what the problem was; they just didn't have the technology yet. Right. And I think with Elon Musk, uh, um, Neuralink, yeah, company. He, he could be on the cusp of a major breakthrough. Yeah, because it's crazy. Why wouldn't it be, you know, I mean, this, we're, I don't have any knowledge here, which is the best place to, for a podcast <laughs> to be. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, I would think it would all be, you know, like, rather than fix it in the spine, they fix it in the brain. That, to yeah. me, seems crazy. If they're yeah. like, oh, we're just going to, I mean, like, dude, because if you broke your arm. And they're like, we're going to attach this thing to your brain for your arm bones to get healed. <laughs> be like, you're a fucking, you're a voodoo doctor. This isn't. <laughs> uh, but I, it, it's just getting to the point now where if you give it time and you put enough money behind it, it's going it, to, someone will be able to figure out something. I mean, AIDS ain't a thing anymore. Yeah. yeah AIDS, AIDS is like... That's why everybody's going nuts again. <laughs> you, you think it's because there's nothing to be afraid of? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you know, when I mean, I remember growing up and it was like, the it, uh, you put, what, if you put your dick in something, it's disease, you're never, you're going to die. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of that. And that really messed up a lot of people's ability to do sex <laughs> <laughs> and now i think it's a free-for-all yeah yeah I dude mean. it's a it's a free-for-all the porn industry's going nuts people the tinder people are i mean it's gotta be i mean i guess i don't know what it's like but it seems like i was talking to a comic a while back and he was like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna get a hotel. it was like 10 o'clock at night he's like i don't know if i'm gonna get a hotel yet or if i'm just gonna go on tinder I was like, "What, what? is yeah. it that easy?" There were those th- me and three other single guys at the table. They were, and uh, I think they, I don't think everybody was a comic. And I was like, "There's no, there's no way that's what you just said is true. There's no way it's that easy." Yeah. And the other two guys were like, "It's that easy." <laughs> wow. So, oh, but he, but he had to make a decision. He's like, uh, "Do I gotta bone down some sad lady and so I can <laughs> sleep next to a stranger?" Yes. Or, if I get to save 70 bucks, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh. but he had, he was like, like, because he had done it so enough times where he's like, ah, it's, it's like the, the exertion of of being like, hi, yeah, okay, so yeah, the couch or just straight through the bed, like going through all the awkwardness. <laughs> that's the craziest thing about the whole thing to me is then sleeping next to a perfect stranger. Yeah. That you didn't even seduce at a bar over hours. It would just yeah. be, hey, uh, eggplant emoji, eggplant emoji, I'm here. You yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but that's how I assume it. <laughs> <laughs> squirt, squirt, eggplant emoji. <laughs> What's your address? <laughs> I mean, I, wow. I guess that's good. You know, it, when it's to the point where sex isn't. You know, this complicated thing. I remember growing up and sex was 
like my mom, my mom would tell my sister all the time, don't give it up for anybody who's not going to at least give you something. I think there is at some level that that is being introduced into the conversation for quite a few different people. And it makes sense for women. Yeah. Right? Like, because they are controlling sex. Well, they control sex, but they don't know that they do. Uh, it's I think, very... I think, I think there's enough women that figure it out. But you're right. I think a lot of young women don't. Because how many how many times I've heard a woman go, well, he, he didn't want to wear a condom, so... It's like... You have the vagina. Make right. him wear the damn condom. Right, what are you right. talking about? He didn't want to wear a condom. He's like, well, I guess you don't get any sex. Yeah. And you will put on that condom. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, women still get horny. She yeah. could have got to that point and was like, I don't know what to do. But if she's got the condom right there, you know. Uh, I mean, I think it feels better for them, too, you know. Uh, so, and at this point, what kind of... I mean, condoms are for children. <laughs> what? Like, not children, but like yeah, yeah. 18 and, to 22 year olds. What? Why? Because they're scared. <laughs> <laughs> they're the scaredy camp pants. <laughs> I would, man, if I was, if I was a single guy in my 20s, I would buy um, stock in Trojan. Yes, young people, 20s. By the time you're 30, your foot hurts, your back hurts. <laughs> What's one more leaky sore part? <laughs> You're waking up every morning, your knees are popping and shit. You may, may as well get something that you can cure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you hear all the time, you, you know, these guys that have like four or five kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I would rather buy... Twenty thirty dollars worth of rubber, then yeah. have to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars. There's some. There's a guy in Spokane right now who used to rap and was not bad at it. Was actually making money. Had to stop doing it because he was making so many kids. Right. He was making so many kids. He was like, man, I got to give up my dream and get a job at UPS. Wow. Well, uh, you know, that's what Brown can do for you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That is so, that's so funny. (laughs) Like, isn't part of the dream of being a rapper having a bunch of illegitimate children? I mean, I think the dream of every rapper is to skeet on bitches. Yeah. Not to, not skeet in them, skeet on them. Yeah. Well, you know what? Then he should have. Uh, he should. He should have. Um, you know. He should have practiced better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should have yeah. shot his shot better. Yep. No. That's. Uh, wow. That's. What a. What. A, that's so funny. Like how some guy will just. How. How. That's how powerful sex is, though. Yeah. Like they. At no point would be like, oh no, I can't sleep with these women who are. Are basically betting their future on my success, and I'm doing so well with my dream. Yeah. But I. I can't. You know what? I, I never even thought home. about that until just now, until you said it. I mean, he was pretty popular in the scene, and everybody thought he was on the way up. And the only thing that derailed it really was uh, just 
all these children that you gotta, you know, yeah, after yeah. after like the sixth child support case, you you know, you can't recover that money. But like, if he's a rapper, he's getting paid as a private contractor, so they can't garnish those wages. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, and they got they got to hire lawyer to then go take it out of his bank account. More than likely, he's getting women pregnant who are not going to have those means. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe he should a little. It's like, you know, a little bit. It's like that Mary. It's like that Mary Poppins song. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, right? Oh. Well, a couple years of abandonment might help the career go up. <laughs> And I, I think, I think this man should have abandoned his family for the greater good of his future family. And then, I mean, that's what a, and also what an awesome thing to rap about later on. Like I was going to abandon you, but then I came back, you know, and that's the thing. He could always. No matter even so, he gets successful. He comes back. He's like, I was always going to take care of my kids. Or he realizes that the world outside of Spokane is much harder <laughs> to be a rapper. <laughs> like, oh fuck, there's uh, yeah. Go, good luck being a rapper in Atlanta. There's <laughs> like eight point two million black guys that can rap, <laughs> and, and now you're not just yeah. Now you're competing against gay black guys rapping. Like, oh, fuck, I, <laughs> He's in Spokane. There's like eight, <laughs> 12 dudes. And he just made three more. <laughs> Actually, four because he got a new kid right ah! now. <laughs> I like this guy. I, dude, these guys that just keep going for it. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, he stopped. Um, he stopped rapping years ago. And, and wow. uh, he's actually friends with, well, more than friends with Shauna. I'm like, ooh, you dodged that. Come bullet. Oh man! But um, uh, I, I was like, why would he stop? And she was like, well, it's got to work and take care of kids. Like, if it's your passion, you so he just stopped. He doesn't even do local gigs or anything. No. Wow. I mean, he did a he did a hip he did a fifty year celebration at the Red Room. But Ooh, that's not a good venue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he, I hope they hear this too. Yeah. Oh, Shauna listens. Uh, well, no, no. I hope the Red Room hears it. Oh, oh if fuck the Red Room. Yeah, dude, if you uh, are uh, anyone that is involved with the Red Room, please never ask me to come back to your place ever again. It's a weird place. You, you, want, you want people to look at the stage, but half the seats face away from the stage. Yeah, it, it's chaos, dude. Yeah. Well, it's this old, it's just... You know, it's funny. There's it, there's a very weird disconnect. So, like, that video I was showing you in Portland just before this. Yeah. Like, if you're a comic in Portland right now, you can get great footage because you have really competent people doing these shows, producing these shows, hiring or yeah. knowing production people, and they're making these clips that look killer. Seattle was doing that not that long ago. They would have – and it's – you just have more access to shit like that in bigger cities, yeah. you know? And there's always been this disconnect in Spokane where it's like – Okay, we have maybe a bank of talent that could be doing shit like that, mm -hmm. but like the production know-how, even just the fucking like common sense of like 
hey, let's have lights on this stage yeah, so the yeah. audience can see, hey, let's turn off the game. Hey, <laughs> let's not do a show in a classic <laughs> rock bar where a bunch of bikers are there and pissed off that someone else is there. Like, you know, yeah. just that kind of like that. Like you get people who kind of understand production at some basic club. Now you still get those dumbass bar shows, but yeah. it's on the, in those cities, but it's typically on the outskirts. Yeah. Uh, of town where the where the you know the the honky tonks are you know and and it might be run by um, someone who is less than capable of pulling off a decent show yeah it's a Spokane refugee <laughs> but, the th- <laughs> but if but the thing is if you are in the scene doing open mics and you go to that weirdo biker bar open mic that shouldn't yeah. you and then you're doing like good shows at like, I don't know, a brewery or like a cool place that actually has a stage, you'll be like, oh, fuck, I see what works and what doesn't. Yeah. You know, whereas in Spokane, it's sort of like it's an absolute free-for-all wild man. That's that's what I like about the show out at the Garland is uh, a young guy's really trying to put on a show at a theater. And and, uh, And he uh, has a theme and he's... Going for something yeah, that's very unique. Yeah, he's he's doing he's doing a weird version. Now, granted, that's not an open mic, but but you know, it's, but that's what I mean. Like these, like just sh- just shows that are independently produced. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see a bit of forethought because it, dude, it takes a lot of people are like, hey, can we do shows here? And they're like, uh, you're gonna bring twenty people to this bar on a Tuesday? What yeah. do you want from me? Oh, just let us use your microphone. And they're like. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, and I think I think eighty percent of shows that are put on in Spokane are put on by someone who they see they see what's going on at the club, right? And they see shows that might be scattered around the area, and they might not have the ability or the time to get on that stage, and they go, well. I can do that. Yeah, I'll create my own sta- like yeah. uh, stage time. Yeah. yeah. How many times over the years have we seen someone who is maybe not great? They're all right, but then they go, "Oh well, I'm gonna create an open mic over here where I'm the master of yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just a it's just a <clears throat> shit show, and it shows you it shows you what's actually going on in their mind yeah. that they want so badly to be the ruler over something, but has no idea how to actually put that plan into place. Right, right. That dude, that that happens all over the country. Yeah. Every small market and near a comedy club, like that shit happens, dude. It's just yeah. so because it's it's also like I think in a bigger city that's harder to happen just because if you have the time like you just get weeded out in the sense of like it's such a hustle to mo- live in these big cities yeah. that like you almost need to be ahead in life yeah. just to have the free time to do that. Yeah, you and, either got to have a great job or yeah. or uh, or just be homeless or something. You know, like you gotta, <laughs> yeah, it's either yeah. totally crazy people or people who like uh, no or like have some success and common sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the only way. Is you know, it, I mean, we. We've both done shows for a, a guy in the in the area who has no idea what he's doing as far as putting on a show. He has no idea what he's doing, but he just. Uh, you could be talking about like a few different people right now. I mean, well, I'm, 
Um, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, no, you tell me afterwards. I don't, don't. Like, it's the Red Room. These motherfuckers yeah, need yeah. to shut down. The only thing red about the Red Room is that it should burn down. No, okay, sorry. Fuck I'm, you, Red Room. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, so. He puts, he puts so. too many people on the lineup. Uh, he doesn't schedule out the times. So if you want to go over, you can just go over. So yeah, some sucky nice. person who's fourth can just do 30 minutes and just destroy the room. And he, he they're getting paid the same amount as you. And then uh, there's no advertisement. So I don't do those shows. I, I have put my hat in the ring for those types of shows. Well, I, I, I did it once because I didn't want to... <laughs> Because I didn't, you know, I look, man. I try to be, I try to be nice to people who have a, a dream for something, right? But then when you get there, yeah, and you see that they didn't really have a dream. It's more of a passing thought, <laughs> you know, like oh, comedy show, and then they went on about their life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then the date of the show happens, and they're like, oh, I gotta. I gotta do some shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I tricked this ven- poor venue owner. Yeah, man. I just, I, I, I thanks, but no thanks. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. you know, because I just, I'm like, what? There, those kind of shows wind up being so terrible, and and what is anybody getting out of any of this? Yeah. You know, this kind of where I look at it, and uh, you know, I took a bar gig uh, this Saturday. Oh. Rick's and Moses Lake. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I took that gig, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I really, you know, Saturday, it seems like this would be more like a Wednesday-type gig, you know? Yeah. But then I was like, ah, it'll be fun. And I was like, fuck it, just do it. Like, what I could actually, because yeah. I look at it, and I'm like, it's the three-person lineup. I'm going to, I can work out a ton of stuff at whatever yeah. this venue is. Have you done it? No, Moses I don't think Lake? so. No. I thought he said he put headline you. Rick's and Moses Lake. Yeah, so it should be... Should be uh, should be pretty fun, man. You know what though? I screwed up. I uh, if I had noticed that, so I, I got I've had this gig on Friday for a while. Snoqualmie Falls Brewery, baby. Uh, <laughs> I've had that gig Friday for a while, and then I saw Amanda's off work, and it's oh, yeah, like because of Veterans Day. Yes, and so uh, so I, I, at the time I was like, I just don't don't try to get away, da, 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 you know, like whatever. And so then when that other gig came up, I'm like, just take the gig and then yeah. I'll, it'll just be away for a little bit. But then two weeks ago, <coughs> the Seahawks took first in the uh, <laughs> in their conference in their division, and I was like, Amanda and I are gonna go. I'm gonna blow all this comedy money <laughs> on a weekend in Seattle, and we're going to the Seahawks game That's versus the Commanders. It's gonna be fun, and I got the, I, we know of a hotel. I stayed in it. Uh, it was our, we stayed in in our. Uh, it was a, like one of our anniversaries. I was headlining the underground, okay. and I, we stayed at this hotel. They got a they got a pool at the top of the Ooh. on the roof. They got a rooftop pool, nice. and it look and you, it looks out to Lumen. You just literally like oh. it's like across the street that almost. Is, oh, downtown Seattle has some of the sickest hotels that where it's like you could almost just make the hotel the getaway. Yeah. Like you don't even need to do like you get there and you're like fuck Seattle, I'm staying in this room the for two days. The only thing I don't like about hotels like that in large cities is yeah. they it's like they assume things like they assume you're not going to bring your car or they assume you don't want to put things in a refrigerator. 
So they don't have refrigerators in rooms a lot of times. Oh, they got they. I got the refrigerator suite. Oh well, that's <laughs> that's that's sweet. Then. No, I don't. I don't know if they have refrigerator. I hope <laughs> they do. I'm bringing almonds. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. Just what am I gonna do with all these almonds? <laughs> Chocolate's melting in my hand. <laughs> you owe me a sack of almonds, Silver Cloud Inn and Resorts. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no resort? parking. Is parking it a resort? Is, no, I don't know. I just oh, sweets, oh. sweet in and sweets okay. probably. I was about to say that. But uh, the uh, yeah, no, it's still funny when you're like, this isn't too bad, and you get there and they're like, oh, it's seventy dollars a night to park. Yeah. You're like, God damn it, dude, <laughs> that kills me so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, that one time I got this deal online. It was uh, 175 bucks, but it was for the like the Walden, which is like a five star hotel. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was sick. And uh, there's like a wow. pool, a giant pool, a sick like. Uh, and but I get there and I'm like, this was worth it, you know, because I was only, I mean, dude, if you just go and look, like, you can't find a place that's not that's like safe for less than 130 in, yeah. in Seattle. It used yeah. to be this best Western you can find for like 100 or whatever, yeah. But now, so I was stoked to get that. And then, yeah, it was 70 bucks a night to park on a weeknight. I, that is wild, dude. Yeah, yeah. So at that point, see, and, and I bought it online, so you can't refund it. Yeah. You can't see, I don't like that type of. Uh, I, I don't know what you would call it. Consumer, really? It's like uh, yeah, Business there's no practice. Yeah, yeah, it's like a well, they have to charge for the the thing is well now, and I wonder if this changed all those a lot of those apps now. I've I haven't been they like they list the resort fee, parking fee, all this shit. Yeah, because Vegas does that too. They got they, you'll find a place you'll be like fucking forty bucks a night, and it's yeah. like in a resort fee fee of fifty dollars. Yeah. Like bitch, that I'm. I, I'm staying at the resort. That should just be part of yeah. the fucking cost of this hotel. Yeah, just why are you giving me <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I hate that a shit. cost and then once I've clicked on it, going, well, now you got this and this and this. United? No, it wasn't United. I think it was Delta. One of those sons of bitches, they did that to me. Bought, bought the tickets uh, and everything was hunky dory and I get that well I guess this is more about me not reading their entire description <laughs> because I had a carry on and they were like it's like, like oh. an 8 font though to yeah. be fair yeah. and they were like you can't bring a carry on you, you can only bring a personal item and I'm like what what kind of weird structure do we have where and I, I I got a I have a giant bone to pick with airlines yeah, yeah. where the business model is we're gonna make you suffer until you give us the required amount of money we need to get your ass somewhere and to me it, it's like just tell me what the cost I'm all I gotta go there yeah yeah I you're gotta right here. go there so don't don't you know do, don't do the three cup game just just tell me what it is I'm gonna pay it because I gotta get there. And that's it. Yeah. Don't don't then go don't go. Oh well, it's it, it'll be twenty dollars cheaper, but you got to sit on someone's lap. And it's like, well, I, I, well, well, of course I don't want to do that. I'm too big, and you're usually gonna put me in an old lady's lap. That's what they. Whenever I don't pay for the the seat picking part, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always cram me next to. The most elderly, fragile-looking old lady, where it's like, oh, if my elbow slips, 
I'm going to kill this bitch. <laughs> and, and they do. Or it's me and another fat guy. They're just sitting next to each other. And we're just melding into one. Just a yin and yang. <laughs> Man, it's so. Mir- it's the, called bait and switch. Yeah, well, they fucking baited me and they switched. <laughs> and all they had to do was just go, hey, to get to Oklahoma, 600 bucks. Uh. You you bring your shit. We don't care. You you pick your seat. I gotta go. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. It, it doesn't matter. So I just don't like that. That's why I'm a proud MVP member of Alaska Airlines, Harry. Mm-hmm. Alaska. Yeah. Where they have an Inuit on their um. Every flight, if you see the Inuit, you know that's the ranger that will save us all. <laughs> <laughs> he will ride up on his whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll save all of us. Uh, the Name Sea Donut. The smoke signals will be from the charred wreckage of your crashed flight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, I've never turned my phone off since I've gotten a phone. And then we have not crashed yet. Oh, yeah. It's that's a gigantic bu- that lie. Is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, when they're like, turn airplane mode on, I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. dude. I'm going to keep playing Candy Crush with the ads. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> because if, if leaving your phone on... Crash planes, they would not let pl- phones on planes. Yeah. They don't want you talking. That's yeah. what it is. I thought it'd be easier if uh, I had my testicles removed, but they won't do that <laughs> unless I'm going through a transition. So what? I just, so I just, well, so I, I, get, I keep the old phones a lot of times. So I was just leaving them on, smashing them in my underwear, <laughs> trying to microwave my balls, my testes. And, uh, dude, I did that for five years straight. <laughs> and I, my testicles are fine. They are top notch. Dude, that doctor said for a 43-year-old, the doctor just told me I had the testicles of a 25-year-old. I mean, it was hard for him to tell me that with them in his mouth. <laughs> but I'm... I'm extremely healthy. All that shit about cell phones is fake. There's no, the 5G network <laughs> affecting you is is all fake. Man, talk about a bunch of idiots, man. Oh, dude. It's, yeah. I, put up towers everywhere. Put them up over elementary schools. Yeah, man, we need more towers. Yeah. I mean, goodness. We um we drove out to, uh um oh, shit, I don't know where we were. But it's like going out Trent. You get into Idaho, that little town out oh, there. Oh, yeah, it's a Rathrum type area. Yeah, 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 Ra- yeah. yeah it was Rathrum because yeah, it, the place we went was named Rathrum Dentistry. So I probably should have. <laughs> but there's Please no, tell me this was a gig. No. <laughs> uh, I went there to see if I can get Invisalign. Oh, and, nice. Uh, there was no cell coverage. Uh, like Rathrum? It, it was it was poor. It was yeah, LTE, yeah. and I'm like, it's 2023. Yeah, Rathrum, Rathrum should, have. should have 5G. Yeah, man, that's. Uh, I mean, a lot of people say Rathrum is just a poor man's post falls. <laughs> and what the fuck is post that falls? Is then? <laughs> that's poor man's court lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love this time of the year. Uh, not for the weather, cause the weather sucks. I'd rather have snow than rain. That's bar. Uh, but it's um, eagle season. Oh yeah. I haven't gone. I haven't gone out there yet, cause I just got my car <laughs> after almost a week of it Did being it's held hostage. And it's pitch black outside. Look at that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, dude! That, <laughs> Endless night is here. Yeah, I don't understand. 
who settled this area and said, <laughs> let's stay. But they're like, but it's it's dark and it's three o'clock. Well, no, let, let's stay. I heard there's four distinct seasons. It was like, get the fuck out of here, man. They could have they moved. I think the lowest we should have gotten was Boise. That's the highest we should have been. <laughs> yeah, it is weird when Amanda had family in Colorado. We go there in the winter, and oh, I was like, man. "You guys have sun at six? <laughs> <laughs> this is great." <laughs> See, I don't even think about that, you know, because they're so much closer to the equator. I, I never even thought about. It's not. I mean, it's just a little bit, but man, it, may, it makes a big difference yeah, in the yeah. winter time. It's, it's a whole nother like hour and a half of yeah. uh, of sunlight during the day, and, and it's like kind of arid and and uh, it, like you get sunny days. We go over there for Christmas. I'm like See, skateboarding and playing golf. <laughs> See, I love it if it's sunny but cold. Ah, it's oh, nice. that's that's beautiful, yeah, man. That, that is that was Sunday for me. Yeah, because you get the you still get the sun rays just hitting your face, yeah. and you just can bathe in it. Man. Oh, dude, did I tell you my son had his first mariachi gig? Yeah, I saw the, the story. You, saw, you see the picture? It was so... Oh, yeah, yeah, you responded, yeah. It was so uh, cool to see you um, go out to that. See... Well, they he uh, it was in town. They they drove him in. Yeah, but you still went. I would have gone. To, yeah, I would have. Yeah. I would have gone quite some time to see yeah. my son dressed up like a mariachi violinist. Is that why you went, or did you go to support him? Uh, Good gracious! This should have been a quick answer. It should have been I went to support him, not I went to see him dressed as a mariachi. I just. I mean, I was more curious to see the whole thing. I gotta say, man, they they sounded great. They That's had a good. couple of vocalists that were good. Everybody was tight. And what was wild is he's the only kid that doesn't speak Spanish. Yeah. So the band leader would be like announcing the next song in Spanish, and he's panicked, like woo, like looking through oh, his song, like his music sheets, music, and the other violinist had to because he doesn't know. They could at least do a numbering system. Well, they they do. But oh, he's not okay. even. I'm like, dude, learn the numbers, man. <laughs> like, why aren't you? You have this amazing experience. You're around all yeah. these Mexican kids to learn Spanish. They're That's, all native. Uh, people Spanish. pay for that experience. Oh my god, he's like, I'm trying to learn Vietnamese. I'm like, what for? He always wants to learn these weird languages. I'm like, what? Uh, what? Yeah. You know, you're like all these. Like, it's funny. So I got more of the story how he joined. Okay. So he, one of the first friends he made is a Mexican named Miguel. That's usually how it works. That kid plays guitar. He saw my son plays an instrument. They started okay. and they started hanging out. I think he's joined the same frat. And uh, Miguel wanted to join the mariachi band. Cole's hanging out with him. Miguel's talking to a mariachi band guy. And the guy goes, you play violin? And my son's like, yeah. He goes, dude, we need a violinist. Why don't you come join? He's like, well, I'm not I'm, I'm not Mexican. He's like, it doesn't matter. We just need, <laughs> we need a violinist. And I bet you he was like... I can see him. Yeah, well, he, well, yeah. So Miguel's buddy, Miguel's like, come on. So he, that's all he needed was just a little positive peer pressure. <laughs> so him and Miguel start going to practices. Miguel then is like, I got this is too. I need to do less my freshman year. I need to focus oh, on. Wow. So then Miguel leaves, and now Cole doesn't know anybody Good. in this band. What it's a, a big ass band too. It's like you know, like not as big as orchestra. Yeah, but like. You know, it's big enough to where everybody, like, he's now, so he's off to the side, like, I'm like, he wanted us, he wanted to hang out with us, and I was like, well, we'll drive you back, but I'm like, don't you want to hang out with the band? He's like, I don't know anyone. 
I'm like, I would have never guessed based on how well you guys are playing. This is <laughs> I would think you guys be hanging out all the time. Uh, but uh, that is weird. It is. It, well, it's, it's fun though. I'm glad he's still doing it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's funny. He doesn't really know the kids. But it's one thing I didn't even think about until I actually saw it. Because uh, it was at a Latino cultural center, and they were doing okay. like a Dia de los Muertes type thing. Yeah, and uh, and it it, it was uh, so like everybody. So it was like mainly people were speaking Spanish, but. Like it was enough. It was to the point where when I had used the bathroom, I was like, "Oh, should I ask someone in English, <laughs> or should I make this as awkward as possible and try my just wing it with my shitty Spanish?" And you went with. I went with asking a white person. I just, I walked around until I found a white person that looked like they worked there or affiliated. I waited until someone made eye contact and said, hello. Because <laughs> I was like, am I going to walk up to someone and be like, buenos noches? They'd be like, um, what are you looking for? Like, ah, God damn it. Oh, I feel dumb. <laughs> Which is funny because then I went to go buy like a, like a, a donut. And uh, that guy did not speak English, oh, so okay. I should I could have I could have could have gone for it then. Yeah, donut men are almost always <laughs> non-English speakers. So uh, so anyway, yeah, it was cool to see him, but I just I realized all these kids grew up with like mariachi music. Some yeah. of them don't even have the music in front of them because they like know the music. Some yeah. of it's traditional. Some of it's kind of newer. Which I I thought all the mariachi music already came out. If I, I, I didn't know that. I thought that it, it was just a thing. No, like I looked up one of the songs they were doing. It was written in like 2018. I'm like, <sighs> man, they got pop mariachi music. I mean, <laughs> the Mexican girl that I was dating, she, they, her entire family was really into it. And it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Like, and it's, the music yeah. is. I mean, the lyrics are. I mean, because it's in Spanish. If you're a non-Spanish speaker, you're like, oh, that. All right, that sounds yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah. And then she would translate it, and I would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, like she'd yeah. be like, "Oh, he's saying that um, she took his heart, so that's why he's taking her kidney." I'm like, "What? What? What, <laughs> what the fuck?" And, this, and she's like, "Yes, this was a this was a very popular song in 1993." <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" My God. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a big year for harvesting organs <laughs> and the mariachi. Well, even like pop music or rap music in Mexico will incorporate like uh, horns and shit sometimes. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. But yeah, yeah they, uh, so all these kids in the band have like knew, like understand, you know, mariachi. And I will say the level of passion that they were like playing with and singing with yeah. was so awesome. You know, <laughs> like I was, I was there. There's like this big butterfly painted on the wall of this cultural Ooh. center. It said like, uh, you know, is it translated to like migration is beautiful and tradition. And this is, our, you know, Nuestra Comunidad is like our community, all this shit. And I was like, man, you know, I was thinking about my times in Mexico and like how often you're, you come across just like these beautiful and passionate people in these moments and there's culture and tradition everywhere you go. Yeah. And I was like, well, why are we having such a border crisis? <laughs> I'm like, man, who wants to come up here? After this is so like a great, like what is so, are they like, no, we want to see where the fentanyl is being used. <laughs> 
right now I'm just seeing where it's made. <laughs> I want to see the happy customers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I mean, I, I'm like, where? Well, I got maybe I got to go to these other places in Mexico. A lot of these situations like, though aren't really Mexicans though. It's like oh, Central yeah. America, yeah, El Salvador Venezuela, has yeah Venezuelans yeah. people coming up that are in bad spots uh, down south. I know um, my uh, the Mexican girl I was dating. Her brother-in-law was from uh, El Salvador, and he got asylum here um, because of the civil war that was going on. And they uh, he was like a, he was a refugee. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense because. Uh, at this point, I'm like, who who's getting tricked by these coyotes still? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like You would think it the word has gotten out. Yeah, like it's you know, these guys will turn on you. Uh yeah. <laughs> Cuz they're I, I I don't I don't know, it seems uh seems pretty cool down there in Mexico, but I guess <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like there's, there's uh I'm sure there's problematic areas. Yeah. But I'm like it's pretty problematic areas here. I guess. Yeah. I guess our problems are less. Uh, like it feels like whenever something pops off in Mexico, it feels like a like a Jason Bourne movie. Yeah. You yeah, know, they're yeah. like, oh, they had to land the planes because the villains were having a high speed chase throughout the town in a drug war, yeah. shooting RPGs at each other. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever see like the Bloods and the Crips. Yeah. Really, really, even just so much as buying a scope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's. I think the problem is, and America doesn't want to address it, but it's the war on drugs. Uh, the war yeah. on drugs. This is what happens when you uh, you think that you can solve a problem such as drug use. With uh, with punishment, because people will get high. That that's a, that's something that we've known for thousands of years. The first humans to climb out the goddamn trees started eating mushrooms and getting high and shit. That's just what we do. And once you start making that like illegal, and you start and you put a profit, a high profit margin right, behind right. it, where it's just where it's just like, well, it just grows here. So all I have to do is just make it and just ship it out and I'll have more money than anybody has ever seen before. You cre you basically create a problem and then try to solve the problem that you created. It, I, it feels like a, a politician's paradox. I wish we could go to where a lot of drugs are illegal. Well, like Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> just go there. Yeah, about 20... Wait, it'd months. be fun to go there and then just see what it'd be like to legalize everything. Oh, you know man. what I mean? And see, then you get a real contrast because yeah. the thing is, like, <laughs> dude, in Oregon, they've decriminalized most things. Yeah, it's wild, dude. Like doing gigs down there. The last two times I've been down there, like the everybody has mushrooms on them. Everybody, not everyone, but like. And they're do and it's wild. Like they're dri driving around with like you know a baggie of mushrooms, just on the dash. Like it's nothing, you know. Is that good though to, to, for that many people to just have access to mushrooms? I don't know. Well, it's, they're not selling them in stores, but it's like it's not. You know, it's not being. It's not like you don't go to jail for it. And See, the same I, thing is like acid, heroin. Like there's a, like you can have a certain amount of heroin. You all can, right. 
and it. <laughs> I don't think it's working out good down there. <laughs> uh, I think uh, that might be the growing pains, though. But I also think they have. I think they already had an issue, and yeah. I think it's because they're if they're not enforcing drug laws, it's like well. You should enforce like you should enforce some laws. Yeah, you know, like you go into a CVS with like a grinder, like a yeah. metal grinder, <laughs> and just start breaking into all the cages. <laughs> and like, like I'm, I'm not leaving until I free this lipstick. <laughs> you should go. You should. There should be punishment. Like yeah. San Francisco is suffering that. Um, right now. Oh, were you down? You were down there a few yeah. weeks ago, right? Vision? Yeah. Even yeah. though, even though you know where my daughter lived and where we went, except for one two block piece, it was clean, nice. You didn't see anything crazy, except for that two blocks. Everything was cool. But my daughter did. My daughter was like, "Yeah, don't go to to the tenderloin." They, oh, will, they will steal yeah. your socks. They will leave your shoes, <laughs> but steal your socks. So they got a spot. I mean, that's yep. that's kind of what I feel like. It's so funny because it's like, well, that's always been the case. There's always yeah. been a bad neighborhood. Yeah, just don't go there. Yeah, you know, go. It's it's. Uh, and I think I, the, I think the, the war on drugs, what it's done is it's created, it, it's created a, a situation where. Uh, because it's illegal and because you, you got to put these people in jail, you, they're not getting the proper uh, help. Just like with, with Port with Oregon, what they should be doing is, I feel like that, I mean, there's no money in uh, legalizing shit, but you, you need to put something behind mental health services because yeah. if you're just letting everybody yeah, use mushrooms song. and acid, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get a lot of like grandmas getting beheaded and stuff, <laughs> you know? And so I feel like Well, it is Portugal, a right to suicide state. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Fuck, just... That'd be so sick. Just eat 80 pounds of mushrooms and die. What if your grandma was like, I don't want to live anymore. Please behead me. <laughs> like, Grandma, is this a dream of yours? <laughs> yes. When you cut my head off, I will come. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, man, I, I don't know, dude. Portland is a pretty what, what wild would you place. Do, like, if you were the governor, so, so the, the mental health thing, like the heart, what, what, where the, where that always hits a dead stop is that thinking that they're going to come and get help. Yeah. If you're a guy screaming out, just screaming, freaking people out, you know, you can't, there used to be a thing where it was like, if you are a hazard to yourself or others, you could get committed. And that really wasn't that long ago. I mean, that was early yeah. 2000s. That was still a thing. A lot of the a lot of the old like mental hospitals where if you're like, hey, my wife's getting kind of lippy, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that shit ended a long time yeah. ago, unfortunately. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the power that men had. Yeah, over, man. Like, can you imagine that? That is insane. Like, hey, this meatloaf's a little bird. <laughs> Cooked like a crazy person would cook. <laughs> I that's I can't imagine. You know, now men are like, "Honey, can I go to the store?" 
was I was hoping to get some ingredients for food that I like. I'll make it myself. Please, please let me leave. Please let me leave to go buy groceries. I saved up on my own money. <laughs> It's like a bit of an overcorrection here. <laughs> yeah, so. maybe that's what um is happening in Oregon because it seems like that's that's a human thing too. Is we have a we set up something, we realize we're wrong for doing it, yeah. and then we pull back so quick, just just like with the man, this is going to fucking get us canceled. Just like the Me Too thing. Yeah. It, it, it got to, a, like, women should have been taken seriously from the beginning when, when they go to the police and say, someone raped me, you shouldn't be asking them a bunch of questions like, well, how big is your vagina and all that shit? <laughs> you shouldn't have, you should have just been, you should have just said, all right, let's investigate this and investigate it earnestly, not just yeah, yeah. checking the boxes. But then, when, you know, so then we come around, was that like 2017 or something? Where now it's, it's, it's like we will believe every person that says it and we will just, that part, the, the accused life is done. I, I don't know how many times, well, I mean, you don't really, it's not as big as the, um, it's not as big as the the high profile people who got caught, like the Weinstein's and stuff. Yeah, but um, now there was like uh, a social contagion it, happening at yeah, the at that moment. Justin yeah. Bieber got accused of sexually assaulting um a lady. The, the lady went on Twitter said um, Justin yeah, Bieber yeah. sexually assaulted me. Justin Bieber said, "I never met this woman in my life." <laughs> and then it turns out someone did some digging. He was in a concert in Europe on the date that she... Yeah, she was the crazy person. Yeah, she was just a lunatic that just... And it's like, that's... That's when it becomes we've gone too far where we're willing to just throw anybody in a hole because we didn't listen before. And that... That doesn't make it... It's not like you're making it better now. You, You just... You're doing. You're still doing stupid shit. You're just changing the victim. So I guess it doesn't really uh, matter if a guy gets falsely accused because it's like, well, look how many guys got away with it. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like, well, one one person getting accused of something like that, I feel is too many, and, yeah, and people just yeah. assume like it's a. Like, well, I mean, you're going to get some false positives. It's like, no, <laughs> what should be going on yeah, is. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, f- that's like, that's, that's like, you know, black guys being hung for whistling at a white woman yeah. in the fucking 40s. That's, that's yeah. what you're talking about reverting to. Yeah. And that's kind of where it gets, it gets goofy where you're like, so we're just going to have a pitchfork thing. Cause that, that yeah. will, that will not affect white guys in the worst way. Yeah. Yeah. Be, you're just, it's, it's, it's funny how a lot of things like that kind of turn back into like, uh, you're just like going into an old, Yep. You're creating an old like like believe all women, and then they're like, okay, so we're gonna hunt down this guy and kill him in the town square. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah and <laughs> like it's 1800s all over again. And the thing is, is that when you bring up those uh, those issues, people who are so adamant about it are just like, well, you just want rapists to get free, and it's like I, I don't like. Well, how- eventually, <laughs> it's not a fucking go to jail forever thing. <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> I mean for one, <laughs> for one. But if you're Weinstein, you know, you you're a habitual rapist. You, you. So this is funny. Uh, you know the uh, the Bankman Freed, the guy yeah. who started. So he. I was like, he got found guilty, yep. and I was like, good. And I, go, I didn't like, think he was gonna get found guilty. Yeah, man. I'm glad he got found guilty. Yeah. He fucked up a lot of people's lives. And I go, uh, I go, I wonder if he'll be doing like 20 years. My son was like, 20 years? That's so long. Like he was like, but like rapists don't get 20 years. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but they've affected one person's life. <laughs> <laughs> like this dude did something that affected tens of thousands of people's lives, yeah. and create and can create like societal distrust for financial institutions like yeah. and, and, and he destroyed I think he destroyed Bitcoin oh he, yeah cryptocurrency yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah, just he, he put he set cryptocurrency back forever now I mean yeah. I'm not a crypto guy but like if you, if that was becoming a legitimized f- field of investment yeah. and they were in, you know congress was talking about ways to have oversight which is funny because if anything this should be like they should be like okay we need oversight yeah. but be, because he was able to do all that shit because of there's so little oversight like if you couldn't do what he was doing with stocks at the, at a so he was doing a simple ponzi scheme basically and yeah. anyway yeah so it's funny how like yeah that crime it, if you're doing it to one person is not nearly as bad but it's funny because then how do yeah how do you how do you justify putting a guy like that away for longer than what you're gonna put like a rapist away for? Yeah, but I mean that is um, that is uh, ju- um, justice like philosophy. Yeah, like the amount of people that you have harmed right. should affect your um, sentence. It sometimes it's not even the severity of what you've done. I mean, because, you know, rape is kind of high on the list of things to do. There, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, if we use any of this for clips, we're going to have to bleep like oh, crazy. Oh, no, we're we not using <laughs> any of this <laughs> shit. Okay. This is just for people who, like the six people on um, Google Play <laughs> that listens. <laughs> <laughs> made it to the last five yeah. minutes of the podcast. <laughs> hey, loyal rip, rip listeners, here you go. Rapity, rape, rape, rape. All right. <laughs> yeah, you you got to hear the unfiltered version I, of that. I think, gotta, I, I think if people are, um, or weird about the word rape is like you gotta. Oh, dude, they they you if you don't want your shit to get demonetized on YouTube, oh yeah, they're starting to bleep it. Yeah, for like fucking like investigate. They're like like it's a old forty eight hours mystery. They're like yeah. Well, he came into our house and he bleep everybody. Like what do you do? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Did like, he kill? Did he rape? Did he stab? YouTube, and I get it. Google wants to make as much money as possible. But at some point, it's like, so what are you then? Because you you started out as a place to share videos. Right. And you should still be that. Why can't you just? Oh, because it's monetized to the hill now. I mean, that's I'm, why. It's just because then, yeah, so it's advertisers. If you want to demonetize your videos, you can put whatever you want on there. Yeah. But the but people so many with people, big, yeah. yeah. If you want to, but then that's. It's so wild because there's people that I think do some stuff as a hobby on yeah. YouTube. And then the, if it blows up, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, th- I could quit my job and continue making these mousetraps. Yeah, I think that's I think that's that's the double-edged sword of, uh-huh. of that. And, and a lot of people don't – a lot of people <clears throat> act as though they should be given that right to do that. And it's like, well, Google made the playground. Uh-huh. You're playing in it. I just don't – to me, it just seems kind of ridiculous because – uh, I can go on. I can watch NBC 
and watch Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and they say it 25 times in an episode. <laughs> right, right, and, right. And then you'll see a goddamn diaper commercial right after it. So it's like, yeah. it, it, you, you should be, Google should be smart enough to know that the types of people that are watching fucking um, 48 hours on YouTube or not <laughs> they, uh, it's just not, clips Four, yeah. the best of 48 hours 48 hours greatest hits um, um, did you have a show this weekend last weekend no I didn't that's how I was able to go to uh, Cole's thing I got a okay. I got the uh, yeah oh we gotta hit this up oh, I feel like we should have done this earlier but now better how was the Falcon thing alright so first I you know god damn we, we were talking story. earlier about how uh Someone puts on a show but don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And it was kind of like this situation where it was a guy who is an open micer and he just got approached with this and he knows that you know I'm into bird photography. So he contacted me. And so I'm just like, so this is gonna be a, a shit show. At least I get <laughs> uh, at least I get my money and uh, it's not that far away from home. Uh Got got there and it's just a pizza. It's a pizza joint. You know what? I'm gonna say the name called Monkey and Around. Fun. Even though the art and the inflatable um, thing on the top of the building are great apes, and I brought that up. Um, that doesn't make sense. You can't call yourself Monkey and Around and then have apes everywhere. Um, and there was kids everywhere in here and that was making Jay Berg like nervous yeah he's not got the time yeah. to be flexible and, and then Steve Johnson comes in to host oh and he looks like a pedophile yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ you guys must have been quite the team there yeah, and while he got up <laughs> Man, it, there were kids running around yeah. with uh, Steve and his creepy little mustache <laughs> oh god damn that's amazing so Steve was Steve was worried and I was, you know and I was like man just just do your do your thing. There's signs everywhere that says there's explicit stuff. So if oh, you don't want your kids, let her in, then, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. And he gets up, but it's during the middle of um, food coming out. So I mean, there's yeah. just ton- and the people that are um, the the staff there. I don't think they've ever been in a situation like this because they oh, are just no. talking. No way. They're talking yeah. like. They would normally talk if nothing else was going on. So Steve, it was a little bumpy, but I thought, you know, he powered through it, and then Jay got up and did did really well. Um, and I and, and I got up, and I mean, for stuff like that, I can I can um, just kind of customize the show. Yeah, on yeah, that. yeah. So that's fun. I, I only did like because I have a bit about um, bird photography, but that was. It, and mostly it was just, you know, just me talking about bird stuff, you know. And uh, how'd it go? It, it went well. It went really nice. well. Cool. Did you sell merch? Yeah, but I only sold one shirt. I mean, the demographics was very much. <laughs> I don't wear shirts that don't have the American flag on. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, the youngest, <laughs> the youngest adult there bought a shirt. Yeah, and afterwards, uh, that's awesome. um, you know, they're talking because they. Uh, they saw like I was like I was talking and I think they were like, well, he's one of us. He just doesn't have the the hawk, but he's one of us. So then the guy is like, he's showing me like stuff like, oh, yeah, we got GPS on our birds. So you can 
look on the app and see oh, where they flow sick. and stuff. And he's like, um, they got drones that they train they train them to be able to um, recover drones. So they fl- fly them up with meat on it, and then they go up and get the meat. Sick. And then after a while, they know to like if you they got a um, little device on it that makes a little noise, so the bird can go to it and grab it and bring it back. And uh, I was, I was just, and I was like legitimately blown away because I was like, wow! I thought, that, I, you know, when you hear falconry, you think it's still going to be like old time and like old ugly glove and and away oh, hey, Caesar, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> and, and then the guy said the thing that I only dreamed of. He said, "You want to see my hawk?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah! What are you talking about? Yes, I want to see the hawk." And um, he he brought out um. Uh, he brought out a Harris hawk, which I've never seen before. They're from the Southwest. They look big as hell. Yeah, it, only two pounds, and it was whoa, bird bones. Yeah, yeah, and it was, dude. It was. I was like, I could do this all day. Oh, that's yeah, cool. And, and while and, and and so he gave me the glove, and the and um, she gets on it. Her name was Gal, and um, three years old, and. While you're holding her, she's making this noise that I can only compare to a pigeon. That yeah, for a big hawk. Yeah, and I was like, "Are you are you okay with this?" And you know, and because of their eyesight, she's probably like looking into yeah. my eyeballs and and like you're yeah, gonna have a glaucoma. Yeah, <laughs> she's like you pulled your penis out in too many public places. <laughs> and so then, so I got those. It doesn't photos. matter if you put your shirt over. <laughs> so Jay took the most blurry photos yeah, ever. Dude, I saw that. I'm like, That's ridiculous. Am I Sasquatch? How come you couldn't <laughs> hold this still? And then another guy was like, "You want to see my hawk?" And I'm like, "Dude, the answer is always yes." Where are we going? We went outside, and it was, of course, the most American truck ever because they had like Marines against liberals, and I'm like. All right. And he opens it up and inside is this hawk named Shasta. And she was 25. I did not know that they get that old. Oh, yeah, dude. a long time. But you know what the thing was? You could not tell that she was 25 and Gal was three. They just looked the same. And uh, and she's just in the back just like. Well, you know, like a parrot? If you buy a parrot, the thing can live to be like 80. That's why I haven't bought one because Faith told me if I bought one. That she would just let it go. She said, this is not going to be my responsibility. <laughs> just, just let it go in yeah. Coeur Lane. She starts terrorizing people. <laughs> Dude, it was a, the show, all right, the show was, if I had to rate it, I usually rate my shows after, I mean, it was like a seven, just because I got to have fun. Like, I was just eating french fries and, and talking, you know, I would eat a French fry and then be, and then just ask another question. <laughs> wow, um, dude, this is laid back. Yeah, and and you don't you usually don't get that type of show very often. Uh-uh. And uh, um, so it was a seven, but after the show, it was the best thing ever because I, I actually got to see um, hawks like animals that you you don't you don't just walk up on yeah, these animals. Yeah, that's cool, man. And. Um, it, it only takes three weeks to get a hawk to start doing that. Um, but From, like, hatching? No. You know what? There's two types of people. There's, there's two camps. There's uh, the guy, the, one, the, the, the president is a, was a biologist. And he says um, there's a, um, imprinting 
which is from a, a hatchling. So you have the egg mm-hmm. and it hatches and it's just like, you the parent. And But he said those don't hunt that well because right. they're like, oh, me and you are the same. So if you're not hunting, why the fuck am I going to hunt? Yeah, yeah. But then that you can, there are people that just go out and capture them. Oh my God. Yeah, they just capture them and then they just like have them in their house and then they go, all right, we're going to go practice hunting. And then they just train it and then after a while it's, it's just like, all right, I'll keep coming back because yeah, it, it's crazy and it only wow. takes three weeks. There was a 16-year-old in the audience and he already had a hawk. He had a red-tailed hawk which is a, um, it's the most widely um Distributed of all the hawks in North America, man. But he sixteen, so it, it, it's obviously you know something that can be done. It's like the Avatar. Do they do they, these guys? That's probably why I bet a bunch of these guys have mullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, there was are a they co- taking the mullet and putting it <laughs> into the, <laughs> into the, <laughs> the, the feathers of the hawks and shit? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I've bonded with you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a it was a really good experience. I really That's cool, man. Cause you know, I used to um and I think I got this from you where I I'm more selective now when it comes to um shows where it's like, well, I don't wanna just go somewhere for an amount of money that's not extravagant right, just to yeah. just to do shows. Well, dude, I I was like, this is very, but I'm looking forward to doing Moses Lake. But uh, then I planned this weekend away with Amanda, and then I'm like, oh fuck, that Moses Lake gig is Saturday, so we're gonna be at this nice little place. We'll do Snoqualmie Falls. She'll probably come. We'll hang out the falls. I'll do a gig. That'll be nice. I know mean, it'll be. A, I've done a bunch for Cozy Comedy. They've uh, yeah. they always get some classy ass joint with like fourteen dollar cocktails. Okay. And uh, anyway. <laughs> And I, then I, I'm trying to sell her on this thing where it's like, no, it'll be fun. When I'm going to leave for Moses Lake and you get to be alone in a hotel room, <laughs> which is something only I get to do. And now you get to experience how amazing that is. Just being so alone. So you guys are going to be in Seattle and then you. Yeah. And then like, okay. yeah, like five o'clock at night, I'm going to go to Moses Lake Shit. and come back. But okay. then the next day we're going to a Seahawks game and yeah. watch them beat the commanders. And uh, and then we're staying another night. So it's like three okay. nights in Seattle. So we're going to come back Monday. So that means Emmett's going to be home alone? No, fuck no. Oh. And if he would, he wouldn't. <laughs> the way you said fuck no was just. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I, I, like, oh, is he going to have a party? Like, no, he'll forget to eat. <laughs> like that's you know. Like, <laughs> then what would he just be? Do- I'd be just- hanging out with uh, my mom. He'll go to my mom's house. No, I'm I'm saying like if he um if he's not eating, then is he just? Oh, dude, I don't know. Some weird ass project. He'll start oh. drawing, okay. or you know, and he'll just get into something. All right. And then next thing you know, he just won't eat, or he'll burn <clears throat> the house down if he tries to eat. I don't know. You know there's- <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wild, dude. I like those two options. Yeah. <laughs> it's like starve or burn the house down. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no way. I I mean, he's responsible. I don't think he would make any terrible decisions or be tricked into making terrible decisions. Yeah, that's but, good. That's uh, good. But, yeah, no. Because faith, be. you know, I, you know I, 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 me and Shauna used to go back and forth that I was giving her too much, like, trust. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes she did betray it. 
but she always told me about it, which was always like, yeah, like after the fact, you know, she's like, well, you know, we were, we were drinking and, and stuff. And, you know, so I've always, you know, it's like, well, what are you going to do? The, the teenagers, they, they, they got dumb brains and I'd rather it be a, a tiny mistake than, oh, we killed the hooker and you got to help me bury the body because yeah, you're getting snitched on. We were close to that. I was close to that as a kid. Was, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was, there was a lot of just, it was, it was chaos. Dude. I feel like I, your dad would have turned that dead hooker into like a, uh, a weekend at Bernie's type of situation. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's it's funny. We lived up on the mountain with twenty acres, and yeah, I'm like, "There's got to yeah. be bodies out here." Twenty acres, man. That's my that's my dream. Well, and, but the thing was, it was twenty acres inside, literally hundreds, if not over a thousand, of a uh, uh, mixture of like uh, Inland Empire land, D- DNR land, oh, national. So it yeah. was like. You get on a logging road and you can just go till the gas tank runs out on a four wheeler. Yeah. Like so it was it was expansively like just you I mean it felt like you it felt like you own the whole mountain. And yeah. every once in a while you'd run into another person a co owner sure. of the mountain and be like, Hey <laughs> <laughs> just waving from afar, like you you don't have a pop farm, you're gonna <laughs> kill a person over our do you? All right. See ya. Do you um you know what? I, I think there's a reason why baby Jesus didn't give me a four-wheeler growing up because <laughs> I would have never become a man. I would have just driven that four-wheeler until now. I would have just been That's pretty sick. a four-wheeler. I always wanted one. I, I always thought they were just amazing. And I've only I've only driven one when I was married to um, Faith's um, mom and her dad was gave up heroin and started doing really well. It's like, this is a... This yeah. is an amazing turnaround. This is well, the power of a four wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> this is a man. They're like, we need more housing for these addicts. You're like, no, you don't. You just need four wheelers. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Because <laughs> you told me I had to give up crack and you, I got a four wheeler. Crack is yeah. done, man. That's the way I feel about these jet skis. <laughs> I grew up four wheelers. I mean, I can get around on them pretty good. And I, you know, I have a good time on a four wheeler. Uh, but you know, I, I, I literally, as a kid, rode a four wheeler. Shit, dude, I would bet two hundred plus days a year, if not. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, I would. It was how I drove. That is great. To get to my friends' houses. It's how it's what I did. All day, every day in the summer. Yeah, I, I just you know all the time. I'm on a four wheeler. It's how it's how I got around. It's how uh, snowmobiles in the winter. So it was. You like, know what I realized? Yeah. They haven't tried to electrify those yet. For, yeah, you can get electric four wheelers. Okay. because uh, yeah, I was looking. I was looking at them, and I, and I was like, huh. You would think that would be one of the first things we would right. try to electrify. It's. Uh, I think the batteries because you don't you don't have as much space, yeah, so they're smaller yeah, batteries. True, yeah. Just the, it's nobody wants to ride a four wheeler for twenty minutes and recharge yeah, it, yeah, especially when you're paying a premium. Yeah, you can get a pretty sick four wheeler for five grand. God damn, I got yeah. lenses that are <laughs> that are more expensive. Shit. Yeah, man. Well, what's what's really cool about where we lived is I we didn't have trailers for our four wheelers. Like we literally oh. would just get, I I like I get on a four wheeler and I just go. Dude, yeah. I mean it's crazy to think like in sixth grade my parents were like. All right, we'll be back in a couple hours, and I'm fucking <laughs> doing driving on like old logging roads for hours at a time. Man, that and, and I mean, like I found like a 20 foot waterfall one time. Whoa! And I was just like, I like was I was driving, 
And I was like, and I, I don't know what age I I found this at, but it was like, I was young, like maybe yeah. like fifth grade. And it was wow. way the fuck back there. That's like, some young adult novel type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Yeah. yeah. Like it was, and it was because we started visiting, because then I was like, the next day I was like, I got, you guys got to come see this. Yeah. And I, sh- and I, and you, I, I, it was crazy because I remember being on this logging road and I was like, man, I hear something. And I was like, Trying to, and I'm like, and then I like go, go. So if you had come up there, it'd be like an abandoned four wheeler <laughs> and nothing else. Cause I oh, like went shit. into the woods and like found how to get there. And dude, I, I walked down and then I, there was a fallen log over the, the creek and it was a big creek. Like you couldn't, you'd have, you'd have to wade kind of up to your knees oh. to get across it. And uh, so you walk across that and then you're just looking up at like this 20 foot, uh, this 20 foot waterfall and you're in like, you're totally in the canopy of the forest. Like yeah. you're no like light, little lights peeking through. Wow. And so I, next day I showed my parents, I'm like, this is sick. And like everybody that came up to visit us throughout the year, we'd always, if it was the summer, we'd always go up to this cause it was a year round waterfall too. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know what it was being fed by some, it's funny cause now I, I would trail back that, creek and go see where like is there a fucking lake up here somewhere that we don't know yeah, about yeah. you know like because i don't know how it was fed but i never mm. i didn't think like that yeah. as a kid i was yeah. just like i was just like maybe this chick will make out with me if i go this four wheeler <laughs> 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 all right we gotta wrap this up yeah um so you have shows this weekend yes ninth oh, and tenth if those are the weekend dates. Friday and saturday yeah friday and saturday okay. snoqualmie falls then moses lake then next thursday i am in Pasco at the Bear Comedy venue. Yes. And then I am in uh Cedro Woolley, some uh, hillbilly right. gig out there on Friday, and then I'm All back. Right. So yeah, it'll be a good time. Looking forward to these uh, gigs, and then it'll be a break for Thanksgiving. I have not a goddamn thing. Not nothing? All of November? All of November. And I didn't even... <clears throat> I just thought I had all of November off, and then... uh that show popped up, so... Dude, uh, have you done anything for Cozy Comedy? No, I think the last... I contacted them like a year ago, and they were... Um, we had some conflict, so I couldn't do what they had. So I, I just need to email them again. Cool, man. Well, come out, see me. Uh, I love you. Yeah, see Phil, man. Phil, PhilCopComedy.com Party. You big bitches. Oh.